Hello everyone and welcome to Epic Jams. I am Michael and welcome back to the second episode of our first adventure. When we last left off, our party had taken some time at the diner to try and plan out their next move. When they tried to leave the diner, they were attacked by a pair of assassins. The fight that followed saw the peaceful diner be transformed into a battlefield. And in the midst of it, a demon was summoned. Going around the table tonight, we have Alex playing Hugo, Caitlin playing Illusion, myself playing Sebastian, and Justin as our DM. So where does it appear? Right between um, Sebastian and Romana. And it almost pushes you back a little bit because this creature is a large creature. Uh, let's roll for it. Okay. He's a bit like, he looks like he was just having his morning coffee reading the paper and suddenly he's now in a, in a half sunken bar. But you, you feel this overwhelming sense of evil behind you now. I'd say go ahead and make that check. Another charisma saving throw. Yeah. At disadvantage? Disadvantage. Okay, so that's a three. Okay, so, so once, once you feel this energy, you have to stop and let it wash over you because it overtakes you. So at this point, the, the steam has gotten thicker and there's now even sparking going on just have you ever seen dragon ball z mm -hmm. no, no. like that's that's super saiyan level two yes yep. like that's what's going on now the the storm outside is now black outside and it is starting to pour and the thunder is just going <laughs> uh it's very weird thunder and lightning it's wonderful <laughs> So yeah, you are you are insourcelled. You are beside yourself. But the Alfeshni being days is just going to take a step back and step on Romana's face. <laughs> that one. Did you take my kill? He took your kill. <laughs> oh, damn it! He took your kill. And not even on purpose. Even he, he might not even want to be here. He, didn't get he could be a victim too. <laughs> he didn't get unsummoned when. She's dead though. Oh, uh, by the looks of it, yeah. There's a muffled scream and a crunching sound. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely a crunching sound. If Illusion doesn't destroy this building, you can have the other guy. Sebastian's so angry right now. Yeah. Uh, Channel your hate. <laughs> what is that? Isn't that a line? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Channel your hatred. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Hatred. Yeah, that's what it is. Um, Hugo. Ooh, my turn already. All right. So, how close is she? Uh, illusion to uh, Juan Juanzo. Yeah. Right up there. Right next to. She was about to swing on him when this happened. He was about to swing on her. Sorry. Illusion's a man. He was yeah, about to swing on him. Oh. <laughs> he is even maybe looking a little concerned about what's going on. I can feel the sparks. How far is Sebastian away from this new creature? We're face to face. Oh yeah, right? he's yeah. right there. Alright. I cast... Does anyone have a coin? I don't actually. You can roll the yeah. six. I got... Oh, that's a good idea. Oh. Okay, um, I cast Shatter. Um, I'm gonna roll 
Okay. Away from uh, Wanzo. Okay. And then I'm going to look back at him, and I'm going to wave, bye-bye. And I cast Shatter at the ceiling um, up into the left of him. Okay. Um, so that he is in the radius, but Illusion is not. But I'm casting it on the ceiling at some of the support beams. I'll forecast them here. Okay. I'll make a save for the wind beam. Fails. Uh, <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah, so you, I, there's no real role. I mean, you, it's, it's an, it's inorganic matter. Um, so it actually takes double damage. Okay. Um, so you. Three, it's 3d8 normally. I mean, you, so you cast a spell and the, the, the wood's roof just falls apart and comes falling down. So I guess, yeah, go ahead and roll your damage for that. Uh, you know what? Also, roll. Give me a charisma check. This is going to see how accurately you can place it so it doesn't hit illusion. Um, it is an ability check, right? This would be an ability check. Saving throw? Ability check. No. Ability check. Okay, alright. Um, 15. So, the, the, the roof starts coming down and starts. And basically, it's. it's it sets, you can tell you've just set off a chain reaction. Uh, the whole place is probably going to start coming down, but most of it's coming down right there uh, at first. So how much damage did you do? Uh, for the uh, 3d8, um, I got uh, 6, 7, 8, so 9, only 10. Okay. Yeah, that's also good. And he is buried, uh, not buried, but he's knocked prone by, by the debris. He's, he's going to have to deal with that. So that was your action. Um, and then uh, I guess I'm just going to uh, use what movement I have left after I rolled away to stand up and dust myself off. Okay. Uh, he is going to start to, to try to get up. And he, where you place it, you, you kind of purposely did it to bring one of the cross beams down. That was sort of why you had to be careful because it could have easily landed on top of Illusion. Mm-hmm. Um, but you place it just right. That's the main thing that's kind of keeping him pinned, and he's trying to get that off. But that combined with the other debris that's on top of him, plus his armor, he's having a hard time getting that off him. So he's stuck. Illusion. My attention is just turned yes. from him to the devil. Yes. You can just see Illusion's head just slowly turn. His eyes are glowing white hot. His wings are just... Unfurled. And... Yep. He just looks some kind of way that you never thought you'd see on this guy. Mm-hmm. And he kind of almost stomps over to the fiend. He's still chanting in Celestial. For Boston Beer, he hears Illusion saying... I will deliver my father's justice unto you and make you repent for thine sins. God damn. And this is at like max volume. Yeah. Like he's going on this, stuff like that. This is this is just as loud as the thunder is. Mm-hmm. The blood of the innocent is on your hands and you shall pay. I will make your suffering pay for theirs. I will make it equal. And illusion just swings his axe at the devil. Okay. Give me an attack roll. With a lovely smite, if I succeed. 
So that would be 14 plus 6. Greater 20? Yeah. Alright, that's a hit. Nice. Then I'm rolling for damage. It's gonna be. I haven't rolled a D8 in forever. And I'm doing a smite too, so that's lovely. My last spell slot. Mm. So that would be uh, 8 slashing damage. Okay. Um, six, six, and twelve smite. Okay. All right. Uh, bonus action. Oh, one plus spell level, so that would be I'm using first level, so that's actually one more. Okay. Eight. So that's an extra three. Okay. And then um, bonus action. I'm not sure what I could do. I don't think paladins get much of those actions yeah. except for smites, like banishing smites. You have healing word. If I well, actually no, that's cleric. Never mind. All my spell slots are gone. Oh, you burned them all? Yeah. Oh dang. Paladin, what do you have? Like three? Yeah. At level four, I guess. Yeah, there's not that much. Oh, early do I on. make another charisma? No, not yet. Um. I'm just saying, like you know, I will smite you in the name of my father. Mm-hmm. Sebastian, it is your turn. Okay. Well, I kept my promise, and she was dead within ten seconds. Yeah. <laughs> By your hand, but... Doesn't matter. Never specified. Yeah. Never specified. He wanted to kill, but he still got what he needed. She dropped a house on him. Okay. Are you going to count it as an action or a bonus action to pull out my uh, sending stone? That's a free action. Okay. Mm -hmm. How bad does this place look? The place? Yeah. Oh, it's destroyed. Like, I mean, like, we're like, if I was to make just a quick glance, how much of, like, this whole thing's about to come down. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like, like, half of it's already collapsed, except for part of what uh, Fastenbeard's holding up, which he's probably going to abandon shortly. Is there, okay. There's, with, with the shattered roof now, mm -hmm. that's starting to collapse, the whole roof is probably going to collapse within the next few minutes. That's what I thought. Okay. And you'll, you're only going to have three walls. Do most of three walls. Do we? Do I see anyone still potentially alive on the ground? Oh yeah, oh yeah. You you still see uh, most people scattered, but there's a few people that are like kind of trying to. It looks like they're either trying to help somebody, like a family member or somebody, and because all of this is, it's only been like twenty seconds, yeah. less than thirty seconds. There. So there's still people fleeing, even. I take my sending stone out. Mm -hmm. I'm glad I. I'm so glad I asked it back from back. Asked it from a, back from you. Yes, mm -hmm. yes, yeah. I just say into it all to any silver up dra uh, dragon of the silver lodge. Uh, platinum order of the platinum. Order dragon. of the platinum dragon. Who are listening? Illusion seems like he's about to go nova. And tell them the tavern's about to collapse. It's only like, what is it? Six seconds a turn. <laughs> If you cut the message there, that's fine. I mean, you can say what you need to say. Um, also, a devil has been summoned in the middle of town. Pocket the stone. Disengage. I'm going to walk over. Still super bloody, still super fucked up. I'm going to try and help out the closest people I see. Okay. And get them to go for the exit. Okay, I mean, you're, you're a lot stronger than the people that are currently attempting. So you're able to clear the debris away uh, and actually help get a few people... Out. 
he's basically heading out, mm -hmm. but he's trying to clear debris as he goes for people, and yeah. like he'll beeline like as he can, but he is making his way out of the bar. Yeah, it's tough because uh, the ground is is full of debris and rough yeah. terrain, so it's it's not like you can clear clear away to the floor. No, no. But you can at least make it more traversable yes. as you go. Anything, if he can see someone, he thinks he can save, he will attempt it to try and get them out. Mm -hmm. And like he's just like, go, just get out of here. And he's just like slowly, bloodily walking out, okay. trying to get out of the tavern. All right. Take a point of inspiration for that. Thank you. Nice. I do not get that inspiration, though. Like, I know I you. think about it I mean, after the facts. And I thought about this time, and thank it's, you. it's very appropriate. Um, Good guy, Brian. All right. Uh, beginning of the Nafeshni's turn, he lets out this loud roar, and then a a cascade of bright colors actually bursts from him. And everybody within fifteen feet, which is going to be everybody, I think, except for you. Thank God. Uh, DC. Oh, I don't know how to tell you DC. Uh, wisdom saving throw for or be frightened. So illusions immune to this. I believe at this point. Well, in his current state, definitely is, regardless of, of character class. Uh, and then once, once this light goes off, you do see it. Um, still, Sebastian, it doesn't. It's not. You're not close enough to be affected. Mm -hmm. But all of the the common folk that are within fifteen feet go pale and just start to scurry, like just quickly and crazily and hastily just run out that's, terrified that's fine um, they people even abandon their loved ones if they're helping it's not great no nope. it's not no it's not a good sight but these people are terrified what did, what did you get oh uh it was a four <laughs> okay. uh what, what, uh was it just wisdom yep yeah it was four so you are frightened of the elf actually okay which is a very fair response to oh, seeing yeah. an elf fashion Oh, yeah. Then he is going to swing at illusion. Okay. So uh, he swings one of his large uh, clawed hands at you. It connects. And... Beats 20. The mo it does beat a 20. Um, they do. Uh, but the moment it connects, there is a burst of, of, of light, and his hand is knocked back. You take uh, two points of damage from that, um, which has been reduced, and it looks like he was sort of affected by that. After that, uh, Fast and Beer... You're going to hear him yell, everybody get out. And there's a, uh, a flash of lightning and a crack of thunder. And before the flash is gone, Fast and Beer is gone from his spot. Um, and is at the Nelfeshni, grabs the Nelfeshni, and basically grabs him by the tusk. One on the tusk, one by the, by like the, just the chest skin. Ooh. And actually, in midair, flips the Nalfeshni over onto his back. So this halfling just hip, hip flipped the Nalfeshni. <laughs> <laughs> Fastabir lands on the ground, and he slams his fists together, 
and his cloak or his his uh, his robes sort of fade away into light, and he's you just see him standing there with basically like cloth wrappings, and you did not know how fucking jacked this man is. Jacked is not maybe the right word. It's all muscle. He's just cut top. He has he has an eight pack. Good for him. He's rocking the eight pack. Like he, there is not a muscle on this man's body. He has not worked to its maximum potential, and he just starts laying into the nofession. And he is he is every time he hits, he's not wielding weapon. He is he is striking him with an open hand. Every time he hits, there is a burst of radiant light and energy, and he is just he is working this demon over. Hugo, you are frightened of this Nefeshni. I'm also morbidly curious how this tiny man <laughs> yeah, is I'm, doing such damage. I imagined, like, uh, Master Roshi after he goes, like, that super That is literally, yeah. literally <laughs> what I'm thinking. Yeah, just like a massive... Yes, he's yeah. not that... He's still very live. Oh my god. Uh, yeah. But he's... Honestly, Master Roshi is the best concept, minus the perviness. Yeah, yeah. Some of the perviness. Um, he's got his needs, you know? He's got his So, uh, I'm, like, terrified of this demon thing. Yes. Um, but I watch uh, Fast and Beer uh, start to beat the shit out of him. Um, I look down at uh, uh, Wanzo, um, and I just smile at him, and I said, Tell tell Zivi uh, I say hello, and I just spit on him. <laughs> <laughs> um, and... Uh, I keeping my distance from this thing. Um, I go over to help anyone that's down, like try and drag them out of the building before it collapses. Okay, there were there were lots of people. There were a few people being helped before their helpers ran away in terror. So yeah, you there there are people to to help. I pick the closest two, and, okay. and I focus on children. Yeah. Like, um, there, it looks like there's actually a, um, a couple of young kids that got pinned underneath a table that had a bunch of debris fallen, so they're kind of in like this little pocket, mm-hmm. uh, but they don't have any way of getting out. You kind of just hear hear them okay. yelling for help. I run over, and I try and Mama Bear lift the, uh, the beam that's blocking their way out. Give me a, a strength roll. Athletic? Yeah, athletics check. All right, it's a... 19 on the die, so it's 18. <laughs> <laughs> you do that half your proficiency if you didn't already. So 20. Oh, it's ability check. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, so it is a 19. That's, that's right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, plus one, minus one, plus one, minus one. So yeah, so you you're, can kind of quickly clear the debris off, clear a path for them to crawl out, and you can start uh, uh, leading them. I mean, they're young. You can pick them up in your arms and carry them out if you wanted to. Okay, I pick up yeah, I pick up the ones that are like just sobbing and falling apart. Yeah. And I try and kind of shoehorn everybody into the to the nearest exit, whether it's a hole in the building or the actual exit or whatever. Uh right actually the closest is the front door. Okay. Alright, I go um, for the front door. Okay. Uh it's gonna take a little bit of time to get there because the ground is is difficult terrain. That's fine. It's I can I on your way to can I ready action anything, or did I already do my action to kind of move it's things kind and of pick your them action. up? What would you have in mind? Um, I want a ready action. Um, any. Oh, my. F- 
my unseen servant's still up. I'm not 60 feet away from him, right? I assume no, he got no. whacked during the... the, the... No. 284. Shatter. The shatter? Definitely not the shatter. The shatter was up on the roof. Yeah. But he got thrown... Wouldn't he have gotten thrown back, too? Because of... Maybe he's not really smash. corporeal. That's, you know, that's fair. Yeah, that's yeah, fair. Yeah, yeah. Um, so my unseen servant... Uh, I tell the unseen servant to make sure our path is clear. I know it can't lift anything and move anything, but... Keep an eye out for falling debris. Can't move stuff. Uh, it can, but nothing like heavy. I, I don't think. I would say it can. Two eighty four. Help with that. It's definitely not. Protect the children. I'll just tell it to protect the children, okay. so it can grab and grab the scruff of the shirts or whatever and move them out of the way of falling debris if that's if that's doable. Yeah, because that has a strength of two. Yeah, so it can kind of lead them yeah. along, but otherwise it's not very capable. Not the best tool for the job, but yeah. it's, it's definitely better than nothing. So that kind of does help you corral more people. Yeah. Okay. Uh, oh man. Oh, he's not, not doing too well. Okay, there we go. So he's like, get the fuck out of here. And he uh, actually kind of shimmies and is able to get his arms underneath the beam and just push off. And he's going to stand up. Oh, actually, he has to make a wisdom save. Okay, yeah. He's going to stand up. Just kind of look around and just bolt towards the other side. Uh, he doesn't make it very far though. He's he's, he's having trouble navigating the uh, the terrain. Oh, you you can make a save at the end of your turn for your frightened status. Oh yeah, okay. Uh, for which he fails. Hmm. Um, it is a five on the die. <laughs> All right, so, so you have failed. So you're still frightened. Yeah. So you can't really go. You can't go closer towards the Nefesh. Nefesh Yeah. Okay. Um, illusion. You know what's gonna happen. <laughs> swing, swing. All right. Roll to hit. He's prone. Also. Not twenty. A big metal die. He's super prone now. Yeah. So you you feel this this dark energy before you. You hear the crying of children. You smell just the the smoke and the debris um, and just the churned earth and you draw your axe back and when you do a bolt of lightning comes down strikes the axe and you bring it down on the Nafeshni and it evaporates in a burst of light. Nice. Fassenbeer's just kind of like he realizes he's punching the ground and now there's a few small craters there um uh, but he, so the, so now the building is coming down. Okay, so now it's a matter of can you two get everybody out before the uh, or do whatever you want to do before the the building falls down. The uh, Lanzo is not far. He's just he's he's only maybe like thirty feet away. Um, I still have movement. You do still have movement. Back to Lanzo. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess he couldn't really dash because he didn't use his action. So, okay, well, you're, you're at him. Still you, chanting in Celestia. Yep. Uh, Sebastian, what do you, it's your turn. Okay. Now that I have seen Illusion finish off the Devil Demon mm-hmm. and now go back for him, I'm like, okay, I don't have to go after him. So I will. Is the doorway clear? Yeah. You, there's still debris like everywhere okay, else. Like, but, like, so so if they make it there, through. they can get through. I don't need to bust it open? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Then I will 
help anyone I can. Anyone I can get to while making my way outside. Okay. If that's like one, two people, that's what I'll do. Give me give me medicine checks. Or give me a medicine check. Do you still have your uh, bard inspiration? Mm-hmm. I wasn't going to use it. Okay. You don't have to use that d6 if you don't want to. Uh, it's, yeah, it's my d6 is this one. I don't know how they roll. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was just more of a token. Ten. I have a <laughs> resounding ten. Our favorite number. So you're kind of, you're scanning the bodies. Most of them look, look dead. There's a, you do see one kind of, it's in the corner, it's, it's in like the corner by the door. You can see his chest just kind of heaving slowly and his fingers are twitching but everything from like halfway down his torso down is just covered in debris okay so he's he's alive but he's in really rough shape is it a matter of getting him out or just physically he is in bad bad shape he's crushed like he's his actual like physical injuries appear pretty minor like cuts and scrapes but the half of him is under quite a bit of debris and he looks pretty rough like just He's not really moving much. He's just kind of twitching, but he is breathing. With that roll, you you don't know what the situation is, but there is definitely a possibility of spinal damage. Would my own hands fix that? That's your you you take that roll, like it would uh, for that kind of injury. Lay on hands or like healing magic. I would to, to fix it would have to be a high. I level, say that's what high, I figured. High level magic or a lot of lay on hands. Mm-hmm. But I don't have at a least, lot. You can at least, like, Stabilize mitigate him. some of the damage. Okay. Um, perhaps, or at least make him comfortable. Then I will try and get him out, and okay. I will lay on hands. Okay. You're or can I only get one off? Oh, no, you can try both. Okay, then what I'll, order, yeah. What order do you try to do it in? I'm going to try and get him free, Okay. and then I will lay on hands, and then I'll pull his ass out of the bar. Okay, give me... Give me a... An insight check. Okay. Okay. Unnatty 20. Okay, so you're kind of like deconstructing the pile of debris because you, you do know if you pull the wrong thing off, like it'll just it'll make things worse. Uh, now give me an athletics check at advantage. Oh no. Did you get that one? Three and a two. Oh! <laughs> Ooh. So I never roll them at the same time. <laughs> yeah. Got a six, Justin. Well, good intentions. Well, hellbound we are. So you start pulling debris off uh, of him. You know, you, you just you just figure you got to start from the top. When you when you start to pull stuff off, like the pile, what's on top sort of becomes loose and slides down. And land like on his chest. I killed him. You just hear, uh, yes. And you just hear, (laughs) did I use? And he stopped twitching and breathing. At least I still have my lay on hands for another survivor. I guess. Well, didn't waste that. (laughs) Sebastian just kind of at this point is just like, this is about that fucking day. And he just he just walks out the door with with anyone in tow he can take him. Like, if there's anyone, like, just hanging by the door, like, I'm just going to push him. You can help, uh, uh, uh... With the kids? The people that, yeah. Yeah. He's, he's shepherding out. <laughs> the children that I'm shepherding. Yep. 
Um, if any gets straggled, he just like picks them up and. Sebastian's had a bad day. Yeah, it's been a rough. We've all had a, a bad couple sessions. <laughs> yeah. Well, if only good things happen, it'll be that interesting, wouldn't it? Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It builds so, for character development. <laughs> builds character. I don't know why I said character. Yeah, I'm feeling pretty proud. I just, like, yeeted a devil into nothingness. Or back to hell, I guess. That's a safe bet. Yeah. Illusion. You go to swing. Uh, you go to bring your axe down on this man but before you could start your swing uh, Fast and Beer actually grabs your axe and says call him child which is what he'd always say when you were a kid whenever you'd start getting upset and he, he just has a warm smile on his face and despite everything he still has his very he, he put back on this gentle demeanor to try and calm you down because the consequences of this are could be far greater than anything that's already happened. So, okay, give me another charisma saving round. Advantage, disadvantage, regular. Just a just a roll. All right. Um, you're gonna need to beat an 18. Yeah, that's not beating an 18. That would be a 13 for my charisma saving throw. Okay. Um. You hear the part of you that is that is you, the human part of you, hears fast and beer, and you start you you can almost feel yourself start to slip out of out of this state. Then there's another crack of lightning and thunder, and all the rage swells back up inside of you, and you bring your axe down on Wanzo, and you eviscerate him. Just eviscerate him. You slash you slash right through him, through his armor, and hit the ground. Small shockwave, one half of him goes that way, the other half goes that way. And now you're left in a frenzied state with no with no one to bring to justice before you. What what do you think you're gonna do? Gonna fly. Where are you flying to? Up. So you you spread your wings and fly straight up, right through the part of the ro- only part of the roof that's still there. <laughs> uh, I'm looking for new targets. You, I'm not, I'm getting like the the scene. I don't remember which Superman it is, where he's like just floating in space, listening to the world. Superman. That's I haven't actually seen. You mean it. the old ones? I don't know. It's a, just a clip I saw from a Superman. I don't know. I really don't. Is it Henry Cavill? I, Probably. Is, I'm pretty sure it's a newer one. That it's, also happened in DC Online. Oh, really? That's how DC Online starts. Superman's up in space, and he's just standing at the sun to recharge, and Wonder Woman screams, get him to come back to the Earth. Batman does it on top of a building, too, and then he hears the Joker in the Dark Knight. Yeah, so... It's not space, though, but... Um, <laughs> I was like, I know it's not space. <laughs> <laughs> and... You basically put out like a sonar for for the bad things. For the bad things. <laughs> the bad things. You you feel all of it. This city is rife with wickedness and corruption. The just you feel all the wickedness in the citizens of it. There's not a single one without us without some amount of it 
in their heart. Even Ashley. This is just a drop of it. No. Um, give me another charisma saving throw. Regular or? Just a regular thing. That one. <laughs> Poor Ashley. Oh, I thought things were going to go a certain way, but... Illusion deems that Baker to be bad blood. <laughs> so how bright is he glowing? Very bright. Even in this dark storm, it's almost like a small moon. Can I take an action during that? Yeah. He now that I'm out of the bar, yeah. an illusion just burst through the ceiling yeah. and is now a beacon in the sky. I just pull a sending stone back out and I'm like, I don't know who can hear this. He's fucking in the sky. And he's like a second or third. How many moons do we have? Three. He has a fourth moon in the sky right now. I. It's broad daylight, but it's pitch black out. <laughs> um. He just trails off. He doesn't know what else to say. So Alex. Yeah. She rolled that one. On her saving throw. What? Oh, uh, you weren't here. Uh, for her temperament. Okay. So she flew into the sky, sensed all the evil in the city. You, you do, you are no longer in control of your faculties. You, in your mind, are now the avatar of justice. Oh, God. God, I was afraid you were going like to say that. something like that. That sounds so, like, I love that. That sounds righteous. Oh, a lot of people are oh, die. very self-righteous. Um, oh, yeah. I mean. You're like, just, how many people are going to die, Justin? So many. You you feel this energy surge inside you. You start to glow. There is a quick burst of light, a boom, and a shockwave. All that spread from you envelops the whole city, tracks, and you all, you feel a wave of heat. You are blinded by this light, and you can feel yourself thrown around, but it just as soon as you feel all these things, you feel weightless. And all you can see is a silver mist. And you look around you, and floating is each of you see one of your comrades. You see Fastendir. You see Romana's body floating. You see parts of the bar, all the splintered wood. You see dead citizens just floating around. And you are no longer breathing, and no, but no longer feel the need to breathe. You don't feel hunger. You don't feel tired. You just feel weightless in a silver fog. Am I still controlling him? Or you are floating there. You are out. You roll a d twenty for me. Nineteen. Nineteen. You are having a dream. Uh. You dream that you are sitting with your father. And you can't, you don't really know the conversation you're having. The dream's kind of fuzzy. But you are sitting with Bahamut. He, even though the sound, like you don't hear it, the picture is very clear. Uh, he, you are standing there, floating there in this fog, and he is before you in his true form, with his wings spread and sort of kind of around you, enveloping you, protecting you. But you you two just see illusion floating. And Fast is kind of looking around, and he kind of looks at you, looks down at him, 
<sighs> that could have been a lot worse. Wh worse? Yeah. Alright, I'll bite. How could it have been worse? Well, we could be dead. Oh, that could be worse. Where are we? Somewhere in the Astral Sea. Could have been worse. So, am I out of the bar and the children? Like, there's no more bar, there's no... There's children. Uh-huh. Everything that was around you uh, sort of came with you. Did the whole city come with us? Can I control my floating? Yes. I want to float over to the... So how it kind of works, it's actually very intuitive. You kind of just, you sort of will yourself around. I'm going to will myself over to the uh, woman's body who started all this. I'm going to body! <laughs> We wouldn't be. Yep. It's <laughs> very fair. Uh, Sebastian. Says, oh, good idea. That might there might be something that can get us back. He's he puts all of this on her. All of this happened because of her. That's very fair. He knows it's a stupid long shot, but he's like, I don't know. Maybe she has a wish stone. I don't know if those are real. Maybe it's a thing. He's so far out of his death now, but he's just like <laughs> he's, grasping at he's, he's trying to stay cool and just. Come up with any stupid guess he can. I'm watching you do this, and I'm like, can we see her, like, up in the sky? Yes. Him, sorry. I look up Illusion, and I look down at you. I look at myself, and I look at Fashion Beer, and I'm like, ah, I know I should have left. Well, <laughs> <laughs> damn it. Yeah, I guess it, you probably do. He's just kind of thinking, like, looking around. Are we stuck here? Am I real? Uh... You're very real. This is very real. We are stuck here until we can find a way back. I did call the lodge. Or you did. You did send out a message. Send out two. Send out two messages. So are we? I'm trying to like see if I can pass through my own. Are we physically here? You or... are physically there. Okay. Well, at least we know someone's not burying our bodies. No, there are no no bodies to bury there. And you guys actually could float down to the city, which the the ground itself sort of stayed together, but anything that's not, like, part of the earth or tethered to the ground is starting to float away. she have anything on her? Uh, she have the fabled wish stone to undo? Do find her spell book, that's which fun. is uh, written in Abyssal. Uh, or right. a language that you don't know, perhaps. <laughs> um, what was her name again? Romana. Yeah. Romano and Wanzo. Sorry, Romano. You are... You do find a wand that she wasn't using. You find a, a few kind of just, uh, just traveling supplies that you would expect an adventure to have. Roll a d20 for me. Eight. Eighteen? Eight. Eight. As he's, like, riding through her pockets, he just kind of, like, shouting out generic. He's like, I found a book. I found a wand. Found some coin. Found a stick. As you're doing that, I, I let go of the children that I'm holding. Are there... Or is it just us, or are there, there still other people, right? Oh, there are still other people. My still are the children that I'm holding came. Yeah, everybody. Oh, okay. Um, and they're kind of they're they're crying All a right. lot now. I like. I want 
I shepherd them over to, like, the survivors. Some amount of space and time into the astral plane. Yeah. I'm super glad I gave a call. Was I'm hoping they snap us back. was it Bahamut trying to save everybody? We'll find out. This is great. Yeah. You know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to come up with that. Okay. She would, have, she would have some interesting things on her person, given the nature of her profession. Um, and I can't do it justice on That's fine. Do text me that though. Mm-hmm. I do want. I do want this this session's. Uh, but no, unfortunately, there's nothing that seemingly can get you back. He pockets everything he finds, and is a maybe it'll help later. Mm-hmm. It, it's it's all it's all net positive gain at this point. In the astral plane, you literally have nothing else. Yeah. Uh, I guess you do have the entire city actually. So. <laughs> uh, I mean, might be able to find a way back. Illusion. You're having this dream. The first, the first words you can understand, or that that uh, mean anything to you, is what have you learned? You can think about that one if you'd like. Okay. Fassenbier uh, goes up, gets Illusion's body, and, and brings it down. Sets him kind of on the sets him on the ground, which you just float back up from. Um, <laughs> just, just floating there. Uh, you two see him uh, just going over Illusion, checking vitals, making sure things are okay and everything is where it's supposed to be. Um, you know, stomach in the center, side, spleen, spleen. Is there an extra spleen? How many spleens do you have? I, okay, well, <laughs> child of Bahama, he's got two. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, um, just in case one of them ruptures. Yeah. Oh god. Um, I lean in behind Fast and Beer, and I'm like, I got some. I think I can scrounge up some tape if you need it. You can tap I, it to the ground. I don't even think duct tape can fix this problem. Fair enough. No, no, just in case you don't want him to keep moving. Oh, you know, I. He's kind of like I think the worst of it is over, but we should probably. That's a good idea. Tie him up. Oh, I was kidding, but uh, uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure one of us has rope. If you ask, if you call over to Sebastian, he goes. I like one of us might have rope. He just starts like fishing his bag. <laughs> I got, I got a lot. Hold on. <laughs> yeah, let me see if uh, torso number one and pants number two has anything that we can use. You want to loot? Uh, I'll go find the two halves of the bodies. <laughs> it takes you a little bit, but because uh, <coughs> his 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 bottom half was floating away, so the legs were just going. <laughs> um, but yeah, I will. I will figure out what. Yeah, and I'll, two, just, uh, I'll just. I'll just. What you find? You're gonna find some goodies for sure. I think I know what I wanna. What do you? What are you? What is your response? You can't destroy all evil within mortals because all mortals have a little bit of evil in them. And to see a dragon smile is is such a wonderful sight. Uh, you, Bahamut does not say anything, closes his wings around you, and you feel him you feel him fully envelop you, sort of like your psyche, your soul. And everybody on the outside would see this this silvery glow uh, come from illusion and then a beam of light goes straight up and from this light it expands into 
uh, and takes form of a dragon. It's a dragon the size of a city. You would, you would know it to be Bahamut. Fastenbeer, his face is, is one of stupor and awe. You see a single thug tear roll down his cheek. <laughs> and he, he gets on, an, on his knees and like bows, bows his head uh, in respects. And from this light unfolds a visage of Bahamut whose wings extend beyond what you can see. His wings fold around the entirety of the city. There is a flash of light a, a warm, fuzzy feeling in your tummies, and you suddenly smell, you smell earth, you smell rain, you smell wood, you smell home. And there's not a thud, but sort of like a loud rolling sound of earth settling. And you kind of realize, you look up at the sky, and it's a crystal clear day, just how the day started. And you realize you're back, back home on material plane. Everything that was destroyed is still destroyed. Everything that kind of had come undone, still undone. It's just now gravity is, has affected it. So there will be much rebuilding that needs to be done. But how far did things that were not tethered float off? Some of it, um, pretty far. So one of the one of the things that was kind of like a oh this is it moment is things like lampposts and vendor carts and you know horses and vehicles just start raining from the sky and crashing down and there's a bit of an extra panic it's like oh my god we're being attacked uh it's not over yet um so there's a bit of a panic in in kind of the area well, that lasts for about thirty seconds. Things fall to the to the back to the ground in about five to ten seconds, but the, the clamor lasts for a little bit before everybody realizes that okay, we're we're okay, we're all okay, and people are kind of taking stock and just you can see people are just trying to figure out what to do. Illusion, you wake up, you see a blue sky above you, your body aches. You are at one hit point. What? You are at one hit point. Your mind is foggy, as if you're what Caitlin would know to be like hungover. <laughs> uh, is sort of the feeling that that illusion's feeling uh, mentally, and just very drained and exhausted. Your armor, for the first time in a long time, feels very heavy on your person. Memories are starting to come back of the last few minutes, and you're kind of starting to remember things that happened, things that you didn't necessarily feel in control of, or that you, not necessarily that you didn't want to do, but that there was a, there was something driving you that wasn't you, in a way. It wasn't your conscious self. And even though you, you've had moments in the past where this power has erupted from you, this is the first time you're feeling a consequence from it. And it's it's... The events of today have probably matured Illusion quite a bit, uh, and, and Illusion might be taking stock of all that, or at least trying to. Brain's a little fuzzy. So, Fastenbeer does heal you. He puts his hands on you, and uh, he channels 
his his energy through you, and you are back up to full. You are still incredibly exhausted. Uh, I'm going to say you have like two levels of exhaustion. Ooh. Yeah, but that was enough. That was enough uh, healing to at least get you like human again, like your first cup of coffee in the morning. Yeah, kind of thing. Just kind of look around, kind of shock about everything. He has no words. He's just kind of speechless. Tries to stand up, but he's very. You can see the sluggishness. He's a very dour look on his face, and he just says slowly, "I'm sorry. Let's go think on this." I prop myself up when I take out the bottle, flick off the top, <laughs> and I'm like, "Don't worry about a chap, man." Take a chug. Alright, I think that's where we'll, we'll end the session. Perfect. Alright. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. This brings the adventure at Crossroads Canyon to a close. Stay tuned next week for when we begin our next adventure with a different party. If you would like to stay up on current Epic Jams news, you can follow us at Twitter at Epic Jams ATTS or go to Thonadice.com for any more related news. Thank you so much and have a wonderful day.